Hello, hello. Welcome to Hood Healing. I'm sorry to disappoint. I will not be coming out. <laughs> that, that would be me. <laughs> that would be my co-host. This is Lydia with a Y here with my BFF co-host. That's right. <laughs> Lydia That's with an I. Lydia with an I and Lydia with a Y. Well, happy pride for all the LGBTQ folks out there. Uh, it is June. It is Pride Month, and we are celebrating all things pride. So homophobes, be prepared to be uncomfortable for the month of June and for the next hour because we will be talking about pride. That's right. And you know what's crazy? That you don't really see people through colors till Pride Month. Girl, I am lucky I have not been arrested because I swear to you, I was ready to be beaten down some of these homophobic people. <sighs> Anyways, we are going to, you know, talk a little bit about your experience coming out, your experience being part of the LGBTQ community. I think my experience being a parent of a child that is part of the LGBTQ community and, you know, some of the lessons that I've learned on how to support my child's mental health, you know, through that journey. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, so how many years have you been gay? Mm, <laughs> I remember I had a crush on my teacher when I was 10, nine, nine or 10. Your kindergarten teacher? No, it wasn't my kindergarten teacher. It, I don't, I don't know what grade it was, but I remember I had a big old crush on her. Her name was. Mrs. Cole. And I remember that Ernie, my brother, and my cousin Sal thought she was hot too. And I remember they would be like, that's my girlfriend. And I was like, no, that's mine. They'd both be like, what the fuck? And then I had a crush on another teacher, uh, Mrs. Franks. <laughs> yep. So Mrs. Cole left the school and then the replacement came in and I was like, hey. Hey, <laughs> shorty, what's up? I want to be learning some math from you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, watching movies, like I would see girls and I would say, oh, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> my brother would be like, what the, you're a girl. <laughs> like, oh, okay. oh, he did not know. And I mean, it's like all the signs were there. I think a lot of people knew because especially my grandma, because I was always a tomboy. Well, I mean, I grew up with my brother, you know, playing baseball on the streets, um, uh, you know, you know, instead of. Barbies that my mom would buy me, I, I would rather play with his Ninja Turtles, his G.I. Joes. Um, but when my mom would pass by, I would pretend like my Barbie was a Ninja Turtles girlfriend. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and I hated dresses. I remember my mom was like, you have to wear dresses. And I used to be like, I don't want to. She's like, you have to. She's like, you have to. And the fucking medias, dude, I hated those shits. Like, yeah, but I think everybody knew because when I came out to my grandma, she said, mi amor, I, I knew. I already knew. <laughs> Girl, lots She's of us like, knew. You, you didn't have to tell me. <laughs> I already knew. Um, I think my dad, I think my dad was probably the one that was the most disappointed in me. You know what I mean? When I came out, but... It's all because he didn't grow, grow up around all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. which is understandable. But I mean, now he's he's okay with it. You know, now he's a, a accepting of my relationship, or so I think. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, coming out for me wasn't 
really hard. And, you know, shout out to someone in heaven who made it super easy for me to come out, which was my Nina Silvia. I remember uh, mm. when I came out to her, um, she sat me down and she told me if you're, are you scared to tell your dad? And I said, yes. And she told me, um, I will go with you and I will let him know that if he does not accept you or does not want you, then I will take you, you know? And I remember when she told my dad too, like she told him like, if, if, if you don't accept her, I will. And my dad was just kind of like quiet, kind of looking at me like, why yeah. the fuck did you ever tell me? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but my parents were, uh, they're okay now. My mom has always been cool with it. You know what I mean? Like she just kind of goes with the flow. Um, she always told me whatever makes you happy, makes me happy, you know? Um, but my dad, when I cut my hair, that was, we stopped talking for like, I want to say maybe a year yeah. of not talking because he said that, you know, <coughs> you want to like girls, that's fine. But why did you touch your hair? Cause my hair was curly, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. And like, he liked my hair, the color of it and everything. So when I chopped it off, he was upset at me. Well, I think that a lot of straight, like cisgender, which means like you're born a male, you're, you're, you know, present as a male, like they are really wrapped up into this idea of like what femininity is and like what women should be like. And so we see like a lot of misogyny that happens. And that's just like this idea that, you know, women have to be a certain way. Yeah. And so when we think about that, like, I think people are more accepting. Well, I think we sometimes think that accepting is someone not saying anything bad about you, you know, about you, but it's really like there's people who tolerate, right? They yeah. won't say anything. They're like, okay, it's fine if you're gay, but they're also accepting someone means that, you know, you're celebrating them as they are, um, you know, and I think if you're feeling like I can't have, you know, and this is like not, I'm not saying this is your dad or anything, but you know, like if someone says, for example, I hear this a lot where people are like, oh yeah, my parents accept me. You know, maybe they let your partner come, but they're never, they don't treat you the same as like your other siblings who have partners, Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and that's a problem because that's really not accepting someone and their relationship. Um, if they're part of the LGBTQ community and, so a lot of times when I hear some, you know, parents say like, oh, I accept, but they're not really like. Yeah, I think that's that's my pops. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's my dad. Um, I think he accepts. I mean, it, it's kind of like, well, what am I going to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but I think that he's always been like standoffish until one day I actually said something. Because I remember uh, one time he was talking to me and we had gone over for dinner, Susie and I. And um when I talked to him again the next day, he's like, you know, I was looking at you and Susie and you guys are so pretty and you know, you guys should be with the guy that will give you kids. And I was like, why would you say something like that? You know what I'm saying? And like, I think I, me telling him like, that's not okay. What you said, you know, like I love her. She loves me. And, and you know, whether we're girls or, or guys, like, I mean, it, that's just the way it is, you know? And after that, he was a lot more accepting, but I see what you're coming, what you're saying, because I do think that, you know, for example, one time we had gone to my mom's and I think we were all going to stay the night there and they gave the room to one of my siblings and her her boyfriend. 
like the 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 couples got the rooms and we were going to be in the living room. Yeah, because it's like we're girls. it's like your or yeah, it's like the the idea is different, and you know, but at the same time, it's like you know, part of acceptance is like respect and and yeah. doing things that are respectful, and I think that sometimes one of one of the things even I've learned having a child, you know that that identifies as LGBTQ is like learning that so many of us have like this internalized homophobia where we do things or say things that we think it's like, Oh, well, that's just what we grew up, you know, hearing. But then we realize like that, that's not really, that's really not okay. And I think like a, a very clear example is how we'll say things like, Oh, that girl looks like a man, you know? And it's like, that's a negative connotation of, you know, especially if there's all these, there's this really good documentary and I am blanking on the name, but um, it talks about just like how trans people are portrayed in the media, but it's especially, we see a lot of negative connotation for trans women. Um, trans women of color are actually, uh, unfortunately, um, murdered more than any other, yeah. you know, ethnic group, especially, uh, trans, you know, t- black trans women. And <clears throat> so what we see is like a lot of this, you know, misogyny and homophobia kind of like wrapped up in one where it's like women can only look a certain way to be determined a woman. And if p- anyone presents like crosses this line between femininity, masculinity, then it kind of turns into this like, well, you're, you know, like they'll say this, especially for gay men, like, oh, you're like a little bitch or you're, you know, and it's like, or, or if you're, you know, if you're even a straight, you know, man, if they have like a a femininity about them, they're like, oh, you're gay. And it's used as an insult. And, you know, so a lot of times we say these things, you know, oh, I'm just joking around, whatever. But it's actually homophobia. Or like I've also seen like when uh, kids cry and their their dads are like, stop fucking crying, you little bitch. Or, hey, you are you a maricon? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like just stupid shit like that. Like, and it's 2023, you know what I'm saying? Like you would think that people would think before they say something. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but I've heard that a lot. Like, But they don't. Yeah. But one thing I will say is that I... I mean, my dad has come a long way. And um, I remember one time going to Northgate with him. And, of course, everybody looks at you different because they're kind of like, is that a girl or is that a guy? You know what I'm saying? And I remember we were in line and some guy just kept staring, like, hardcore. You know, my dad's like, hey, que ves, hijo de puta madre? Like, what are you looking at? You know what I'm saying? And the guy's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? But he he was staring, you know what I'm saying, like, hard. And it happened a few times, you know what I'm saying? Like, when... I was actually coming around a lot, my like to my mom's house, and we would go to the store and stuff. Like he would actually defend, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't know. I think he's more accepting now. Yeah, I think it's hard because you know these are things that we have to seek out, right? Yeah, like as part of our own personal improvement. And I think that there's still this very old school mentality, especially in the, you know, the Latin community, the Mexican community, where it's like, if you admit that there's things that you have to improve, then it's seen as a sign of weakness, which is very unfortunate because there's so much out there in the world that changes quickly. There's so much like stuff that we can be learning. Like to, to me, 
you know, I try to portray to my own child, you know, like there's so much for us to learn. Um, we're always growing, we're always evolving, you know, and one of the things as a parent is that, you know, I've had to look back at the way that even I have accepted my child and, you know, kind of like make amends <laughs> with that, you know, yeah. like when our child came out to us, um, came out twice, I'm like, you are literally giving us every experience, <laughs> <laughs> every parenting experience imaginable. Um, when he was 10, he came out and told us I'm gay. And we were like, all right, we're cool. Like, we love you. It's all good. And um, when he was in middle school, he's like, I think I'm a boy. And I was like, are you sure? You know, like, let's, let's feel this out first. And I think that although our intention was just to like, you know, and we, of course, was like, we're, you know, we were like, you know, we'll support you. And, and we tried to do that. But I think there was times where we'd be like, are you sure? And I think that actually can be dangerous to say as a parent, because you're questioning like that child's experience and like how they feel about themselves. It's almost yeah. like you're not trusting them. You and know, you're gonna, you have him question himself too. Like, wait, my parents keep asking me. So maybe I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. So. So that is like one of the regrets that like I have as a parent is that, you know, that wasn't the, the, the best way to react to that. And, you know, I think looking back, I mean, now it's like, you know, as a parent, you kind of go through a lot of feelings because you just, you, you want your child to be shielded from everything. And it's like, when you have a child that identifies as part of this community, especially right now in the United States, it's a scary time because you're like, are people going to be accepting? Are people going to treat them with respect? Like you don't have to agree. You don't got to be gay. You don't got to be lesbian. You don't have to be trans, but you have to be respectful to people and you have to let them live their lives. If it's not affecting you, then mind your fucking business and quit posting your homophobic shit on your Instagram. (laughs) Honestly. And I think, you know, Susie and I were talking about this the other night because we were talking about the podcast, you know, like what we were going to talk about the next topic. And I was telling Susie, like, it sucks that coming out in the beginning, like, I was scared. I think I was more scared to tell my dad because he was, you know, my dad was kind of a jerk, you know, when, when I was small and stuff like that. But, um, and then what Lito would think, you know what I'm saying? Because Lito was such a, like, like a strong man, machismo. you know, like, like not so much machismo because he's always been like super chill and stuff like that, but more of like, is he going to still talk to me the same and stuff like that? And he was super accepting. Like Lito, same thing as Lita. Like he hugged me and told me like, I love you no matter who you like. I don't care who you love, who you're with. As long as you're happy, you're healthy and you're keeping on track, then I'm happy too. You know what I'm saying? And he, he loves Susie. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing that, I loved about my grandparents. Like they've always been so accepting of who I was with. You know what I'm saying? Like more Susie than anything, you know what I'm saying? Like my, like they love her so much. And I think that's something that I see that my grandma, like my grandma, I always say that I thank Susie for helping me when I was struggling and was on my addiction. And it sucks that your own family 
doesn't see that. You know what I'm saying? Like that she helps yeah. you get out of all that bullshit. But my grandma does. You know what I'm saying? And I've always said, like, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks or says except for my grandparents. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, and I love that my grandma sees that. I love that my grandma sees that she helped me become a better person. Like she took me from that dark spot that, you know, and brought me to light. And I'm doing so much better now. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and it, she tells me like, it wasn't me. It was you, you did, but she had a lot to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, um, she was your support system. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's like vital when it comes to, I mean, you know, like, being able to live your life authentically, yeah. it's hard because, you know, you're not, I I, it, I think it's very unfortunate that people even have to come out. Like the assumption is always like, you're straight, you're cis, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, if people aren't, you know, why are we even asking people, you know, these questions that are actually pretty invasive, like, yeah. Are you, are you straight? Are you, it's like, why, why does that even matter? Yeah. I mean, I think it's great when we celebrate, we accept. Um, so when people share that information with us, it's like, great. I, I appreciate that. But I think when people are asking to be invasive, like, yeah. you know, which I'm sure you've got, you got those, que those questions too. Yeah. And, you know, like I was saying, like, I think that coming out young, like, I, well, I wasn't young, you know what I'm saying? But when I came out, like, I had more people accepting me. And now it's like, as an adult now, it sucks to see the the people that say they love you, say they're there for you, but go online and post homophobic shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it hurt. Like, it, it was hurting at first. And after, you know, they kept doing it over and over and over. Now it's, it becomes anger. You know what I'm saying? Like... Um, but yeah, like uh, one of my family members, you know, like started posting shit about his thoughts on, on, uh, you know, on pride, you know what I'm saying? And at first I was like, maybe I'm just being sensitive, you know what I'm saying? But then I ended up getting people messaging me, asking me like, Hey, what, what's up with your, what's up with this person? Why is this person tripping? Yeah. Why is this person posting that type of shit when their own blood is fucking gay you yeah, know like you're a lesbian yeah. like how how's this person posting that type of shit and when i started getting the messages that's when i was like okay i'm not being sensitive there's other people that actually see yeah what's going on you know what i'm saying and then what sucks is that when i confront it's like they did nothing wrong like these are my beliefs yeah my thoughts okay so if you're against lgbtq if you're against gay people you're against your own blood you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, how do you say, oh, like, yeah, the shit that you post is going to fucking, it, you're directing it at me. I am part of that group. I yeah. am that group. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, and when people are like, oh, but I love you. Yeah. Like, it's like, don't fucking gaslight me, man. Yeah. Like you're saying the, you're trying to compartmentalize. So yeah. like, that's not okay. I mean. You know, for us, like I have cut people off that are posting stuff that's like transphobic. Cause I'm like, if you're going to post that shit, then you're posting about my child. And then to me, it's like, what is the point of you posting that though? Like what, like what do you, okay. If you're not, if you're not a homophobic and you're not against gay people, then why are you posting that shit? 
Like yeah. why? Even this whole thing with the whole uh uh the Dodger Dodger Stadium inviting the you know those uh those trans, you know, like the, the drag nuns. Yeah, the nuns and stuff like that. Um I someone went on my social media and, and posted about that too. Fucking delete motherfucker. Like, like you know what? Don't be worrying about this. Don't be worrying about pride. Go shave your back and leave everybody. Yeah, like like, <laughs> like honestly, dude, like to me it's like how the like why do you have to post that though? Like why? Like, okay, you have your thoughts and your beliefs. That's cool. But why are you posting about that when you're around gay people? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just, you know what? For a long time, I was kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to ignore it. I'm going to ignore it. But every fucking June, you want to sit there and you want to post your thoughts on, you know, yeah. on, on gay people. Then you know what? You don't love me. You don't love me. You don't respect me. You don't respect my relationship. Yeah. And for and then another thing, I don't really like to get into politics. I don't really, you know, I don't really care for that. You know what I'm saying? Like I do, but I'd rather not talk about it. But voting for Trump, okay? A lot of my family voted for Trump, okay? I confronted them about it and they said it's not about it's not about the gay the gay part. It's about him bringing better jobs, him doing this, him doing that. And it's or like, not about being against Mexican people. And we are Mexican. Yeah. People. Like, hello, he's fucking trying to build a wall and fucking send our fucking family, like our, our blood back to Mexico. You know what I'm saying? But the, like them saying, I did not vote for Trump because he's against gay people, but you're voting against my rights. I'm trying to bring a child into this world and you're fucking voting yeah. against that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And his, his, so his administration tried to ban gay adoption and marriages and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, uh, but this is a thing too. Like when we think about homophobia, what is at the cornerstone or the core of it is white supremacy. And a lot of people are like, eh, what, what? Yeah. When, when, when I say that, like literally people are think Ku Klux Klan, but that's not really it. Like white supremacy is at the core of any kind of phobia or misogyny or any of that crap. Like, so what happens is people align themselves yeah. with, white supremacy because it serves them in some way. So, you know, they know that if, if you identify as straight, if you identify as, you know, some, some Mexican folks identify themselves as white. They, you know, they, they think that if that happens, then it shields them from all of these like things that, ha that happen when you're a marginalized person. Yeah. It does not. Because at the end of the day, if they were going around scooping up Mexican people, if you look Mexican, they're going to take your ass, you know? Yeah. So I think the hard part is that that like intersects with the these interactions we have with family members when, you know, it's like, that's not, you know, they, they feel like, well, I, you know, especially when it comes to church, I think that is a hard part. Like being raised as a Catholic person, like Catholic sent my child to Catholic school. I, you know, obviously this is something that should have been realized before I had a child that, that was part of the LGBTQ community. But, you know, it was like, how can I bring my child 
to this church to learn these things that are essentially telling him he's evil, he's a sin, he's wrong, he's an abomination. What kind of fucking place, religion or otherwise, tells you that you're this way when you, it's not, I'm sorry, but if you could choose to be gay or straight, why the fuck am I? <laughs> why the fuck am I loving these me- men? If you know men, you, you this is not a fucking choice, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me just tell you. So, but you know, the thing is, is that you know when we when we've been raised with certain values, sometimes we have to step out of that and say, like, how is this contributing? negatively to my mental health, to my family dynamics. Like, I think it's important to question that. Like we can all, I think spirituality is a different piece of this where it's like, you can, you know, you can still believe in God. I do. I still believe in God. I still pray. I still have spirituality. I think we're thinking about like, what are some churches that we could attend? But I have, I'm very highly suspicious of of organized (laughs) religion. I'm just in that phase of my life, but I still believe in God. And I still believe that there's a lot of, you know, miraculous things that can happen. Right. But at the same time, when I see that organized religion is oppressing the people I love and care about, I will not have any part of that. I think the hard part is there are some people that think that by being part of this, these organizations, it makes them such a righteous person. And then they're doing shit like this. Like, don't fucking go to church on Sunday, sit here and be like, hallelujah. Um, you know, and then you're fucking posting the shit that they know hurts you. Yeah. Like that is some bullshit. I'm very passionate about this if you haven't, <laughs> but it, it's also like, and, and I'm not, you know, I, what do you say that? Uh, no, no tea, no shade, yeah. no lemonade. Um, if you go to church, then why are you a piece of shit? Like, seriously, like, if you, if you Girl. seriously notice, like, and, and I'm not, and I'm not throwing shade at people to go to, who well, go to church. Well, I am. <laughs> but I mean, you know, th- there's people that go to church and they're good people, right? Um, for example, my tia que era my tío mando, they go to church every Sunday. They're amazing people. Never. It, it, they're always helping people. They're always, you know, uh, anytime mm-hmm. anybody needs them, they're there. You know what I'm saying? They're good people that go to church. But then you fucking have other people who go to church and are pieces of shit. Two people who are pieces of shit to, you know, dogs, <laughs> pieces of shit to just anybody. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how do you go to church? You go to church and, and you're, you know, throwing your Bible verses uh, and then shit like that, but you're a piece of shit. Like, how? Well, yeah. And you think about like, okay, first of all, there really is no, anyways, I'm not going to get into like, that'll be another, (laughs) I'm not going to get into the Bible (laughs) stuff, but I know for a fact, there's not really anything explicitly that says anything about it. People like to just like, you know, yeah, whatever. But the thing is, is like, how, how are you, I think there's this false, sense of good people, bad people. Um, you know, it's like, listen, if we got down under those sheets and looked at everybody's lives, you know, none of y'all can talk. Okay. Yeah. When you're over here is talking about gay folks, but you're over here twiddling diddums with your boyfriend before yeah. marriage, y'all really need to be quiet about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think, it, and it sucks because I, I always tell Susie, like, 
every time June hits, it's like, who the fuck am I going to delete off my social media? Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's when your true colors come. Like, if you don't like gay people, that's fine. Sit in your fucking corner and shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. or you have those people who go on, on online and start posting shit like, why the fuck do gay people have a whole month? Like when, you know, so-and-so has one day or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, bro, you want to fucking, you want to share June? Let's go. Like, enjoy, like share it. Like People really need to stop with that. Cause it's, it's just, like, you're not a marginalized group. Anyways, we, we're, we'll, we're going to get into that in an, <laughs> a later episode, but you know, it's just crazy. Like, yeah. it's just crazy that, you know, and I talked to my therapist too, and I told him about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like I told him about how I had to set boundaries and how I had to take a step back and realize like, you know what? Like it's not okay for these people to be hurting me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not okay for these people to be posting this type of shit. And he was pissed. Like he was like, Larry was about to throw down. <laughs> he was like, how, like, how do you post stuff about your, your family's part of that group. How do you post stuff like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, and he mm-hmm. told me, you know what? I told him, do I miss my family? Yes, I do. But I love me more. And I love my wife yeah. more. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I'm about to bring a child into this world, hopefully, praying on it. And how am I supposed to bring a child into this family who is doesn't even accept, accept us? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. accept who I love and like, you can sit there and you can say, Oh, I love you. And Susie, like, you know, I, you know, I've always, you know, been good to you guys, like blah, 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 this and that. Then why the fuck are you posting stupid shit like that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. And you know what's the funniest fucking shit ever that I talked to my grandma about this because I talked to her about a lot, a lot of stuff and my grandma was pissed. Like, my grandma was mad and she said, You have every right to feel the way that you feel. And you know what? She said, you don't need people like that in your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, as much like as much as I love my family, I love me more. I love my wife more. And I love this child that I pray that we bring into this world. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, and you know, when you guys do have a child, it's like, how, you know, you're going to go, you're going to go to things together and imagine your child hearing stuff exactly. that is homophobic. That's exactly like what says. people need to be very, very careful because I hear people like make jokes all the time. I actually did delete a couple of people off social media that regularly, regularly post very transphobic stuff. And it's not okay. And, you know, to me, it's like, if you're going to have that attitude, that mentality that, you know, you're just, it's like, you know, that's not okay. I think for us too, it's like, you know, we're kind of like letting our child lead the, you know, how, how they feel like they want to, you know, talk about this with other people. Um, But, you know, it's like, some people just, it's like, you just never know what people are going through. This is not an easy process. Like, you know, I've seen my child go through some shit and like mentally it's been really hard for him, you know? Um, And I don't think people realize like how this kind of stuff affects, you know, folks that are in the LGBTQ community, like even coming out, like, you know, I have a friend that was in the closet for like 42 years because he did not feel safe in his family. And when he came out, his, you know, his 
mom was like, "Uh, uh-uh, I can't accept this. And his siblings were like, listen, if you don't make it right with him, we are not going to talk to you. So they had his back full time. So shout out to them. And I just think that's amazing, you know, that they, that he had that support, um, to be able to do that. But I hear so many people make very homophobic, transphobic, like comments. And then they're like, Oh, well, how come my kid didn't come out to me? It's like, you're not making it a safe fucking environment for your child to exist. There is a lot, you know, especially, you know, it's like, listen, if you want to be Christian, you want to have a religion, that's great. But don't start bringing no homophobic shit into your house and then be surprised Mm -hmm. When your child comes out when they're like 20 years old, not in your house anymore, or come out to somebody that they know they're safe with. And you know, that's, I'm, I'm not gonna, I promise not to say who this was or who said this, you know what I'm saying? They know who they are. Yeah. But I mean, I promise I wasn't going to throw any names, which I'm not, but something that was very hurtful, which also helped me set those boundaries was someone told me that. A family member of mine was on a roll posting homophobic shit. And another family member messaged him and said, Hey man, like you have someone in your family who's gay, like someone really close to you. Like, how do you sit there and post that type of shit? Like, what would you do if your child was gay? And this person turned around and said, I would beat the shit out of I would beat the gayness out of them. Like how do you <sighs> how do you sit there and say that type of shit and expect to be respected and expect to be treated some type of way? You know what I'm saying? Like if I heard someone say that, like I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? You know what I'm saying? Like Well, it it always like that's always a red flag to me. Like yeah. something else is going on for that person. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, you can have your beliefs about the LGBTQ community and say like, that's not for me. Or my religion says that's not for me, which anyways, you already know how we feel about that. Yeah. But it's in a whole nother thing when people are actually thinking about violence, like that to me is a super big red flag on somebody. Like yeah. you have a lot of internalized homophobia or I'm not saying this person, but I'm just saying there have been a lot of incidences where people who are like that are actually holding on to their own like issues with their sexual identity. Like, you know, I mean, it's really interesting when you see some of these folks who are just so homophobic and then later on they end up coming out, but they kind of think like, that's how I have to be because of their upbringing, their values, whatever. I feel like our culture has a very interesting like history with like, you know, the LGBT community. So I learned something um, that I sort of knew about, but I learned more recently. Uh, It's really interesting on, um, the even Longoria show where it's like discovering, I think it's like discovering Mexico. She goes to Mexico to learn about like different States and their cuisines, but she went to Oaxaca and she met these people 
they are called mushe. And mushe is like an, an indigenous term for someone that they say is two spirit. And Native American folks in the United States use that term a lot to describe people that are part of the LGBTQ community because they feel like they have been, you know, blessed with having feminine and masculine together. And so a lot of folks that are, you know, LGBTQ um, identify as that. So the mushes in Mexico are the same. So, you know, they're, they're what, what we might see in the United States as like trans women or trans men. So they, they are like these women that they identify, say, kind of say that they're women. They are, were the caretakers in these indigenous like tribes and villages and stuff like that, which is really cool, but they still exist in Oaxaca. And it's like, there's this community that, you know, deep in Mexico that, that, that people are used to, that people have accepted as just part of the culture. But then you have like this, you know, which is like from the colonialism from Spain, where it's like this strong Catholic like hold on Mexico, where it's like there's a lot of homophobia and yeah. transphobia in the country. And so what what we see is, you know, people who that's been passed on generation to generation. And it's just it's so unfortunate because, you know, LGBT folks have always existed throughout history. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, <clears throat> it's crazy, man. Like I'm saying, like, it's just, you see people's true colors, you know, and it really mm-hmm. sucks <clears throat> when it's your actual blood that ends up being the ones to show you what's up. You know what I mean? Or people adjacent to your blood, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's hard because, you know, you just hope that people will love and accept you for who you are. And it's like, it shouldn't matter, but for some people it really does. Uh, I think those people really need to look inside of themselves and determine, well, what am I doing in my own life? Like basically mind your fucking business. If someone is happy, I mean, I will say this, you know, you, you have such a beautiful life that it just, it's so baffling to me why people can't like just accept that. Yeah. You know, and just be like, hey, you know what? She has a great partner. They have a great life together. Thinking about your whole history, like it's just, it's, it's baffling to me why someone would be like, you're, this is not it. It's like, what? Yeah. I'm telling <laughs> you, even the, the therapist was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, like, he's even like, like, I don't understand. He's like, and he comes from a Filipino family, you know? So he says that Filipinos and Hispanics are very much alike. And he, he told me, he's like, if I had a family member who was gay and I knew posting something like that would hurt them, he's like, I wouldn't do it. You know, he's like, it wouldn't even cross my mind actually to think of posting something like that. She's like, he's like, because you're automatically hurting someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And And the sad part of it is Lydia that, after I called this person out, they still crack jokes about me being too sensitive about what they're posting or that I live in or, or that they live in my head and all this other crap. And it's like, you don't get it. Yeah. You don't get it, dude. Like take a step back and fucking see, how would you like it if I sat there and fucking 
posted shit about the Bible, posted shit about fucking your church about, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I told him like, you know, you got your beliefs. I understand. But when you start posting about gay people, man, like you're fucking throwing shade at me, dude. And it, and it's like, I even was like, okay, my being sensitive, but I mean, it happens every June, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's very it's passive. Crazy. It's very passive aggressive, number one. Yeah. And number two, I think, so I think there's just a lot of emotional immaturity yeah. that, that like when we hurt people, how do we get back? Like, it's like someone saying, you're hurting me by doing this, you know? Yeah. And actually having to say, I'm really sorry. I mean, it may have just been like this person. It feels very strongly about their beliefs. And there could have been a conversation like, I'm really sorry I hurt you. I'm, I, that wasn't my intention. Like, I just feel very strongly about this. We, we may not see eye to eye, but at least saying like, I'm going to hide <laughs> at yeah. least my stories from you for this month because I know this, this hurts your feelings. I just, I think that there is a way to have your beliefs and not have to f- force it, you know, yeah. on people that, you know, it's hurting and it's, it's such a complicated situation when it comes to like, you know, this and religion and people like, you know, all this, all this business. But when there's so much hatred behind it, like there's something very wrong. There's a, like a lot of healing that needs to happen for people when they're coming at this with such like what we call vitriol, like so much hatred and anger. It's like, y'all really need to mind your own business. <laughs> like if you're that worried about it, then you worry about your own internal, you know, situation and yourself. Like ain't nobody trying to make you gay with a Disney cartoon. Okay. Yeah, Cause gay people been that. here since before Jesus and they all, they, you know, it's like, we like what we like and we figure it out somehow, some way. <laughs> I, I, I don't just don't get how people, hate like hate there's, there's people out there who fucking hate gay people and it's like why they're not hurting you you know like they're not messing with you you know what i'm saying and like yeah and they got just, the most busted haircuts in the world <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just it's just crazy dude but besides that you know what i'm saying like i mean now it's like I, i'm happy I, I got to open my eyes and i'm happy i set boundaries you know what i'm saying um it's just sad that you know, the shit had to go down like that because I lost someone that I cared about very much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like me and that person were very close and I was always there for that person whenever they needed anything when, you know, they went off and stuff like that, you know, like anything, anything they needed, I was always there through text message, you know, whatever. And it just sucks that shit had to go down like that. And, um, until they can actually realize what they did, then, you know, we'll be okay. But until then, like, it just, it, I'm done. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm done taking bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that goes for anything. You know what I mean? Um, other than that, though, like, I've always had people who support me. <laughs> also, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've had mm-hmm. a lot of people who love me. Like, all my aunts, like, my grandma's sisters, like, they've always been very accepting, very loving. Like, I've never had anybody make me feel like I, I am not wanted. Well, now... With some certain situations, yes. But I mean, other than that, um, I've always gotten love from everybody, from friends, family, 
friends from high school, like one specific friend was always like, you're a liar. I remember you used to make up names and say that you had boyfriends to cover up. And I was like, so what, bitch? Leave me alone. Girl. Yeah, but. She's all Travis. <laughs> I'm going out with Travis Barker. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I mean, I've been, I've, I'm thankful that I've had a lot of people too who have always been there for me and, and shown me love. Um, so shout out to them. They know who they are. Alan DeGeneres. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but I but I do think like it's so important because, you know, to have that support, to have people that care about you. I remember my parents <laughs> were very they're very liberal people. Um I just remember I don't even know where this came from. My dad is so he's such a he's a wackadoodle, yeah. but he was like, if I ever like randomly, like literally randomly comes to the living room, we're just chilling watching TV. He's like, if I ever hear you're bullying a gay person at school, I will beat your ass. And we're just looking at each other. Like where the fuck did that come from? I love Dale. We're Dale's like, the best. uh, like my dad and mom have always been like, whatever, you know? And I just remember, I, my mom is more old fashioned, I think in some ways, like she's like, she's not like whatever, but she's not like, you know, no, no, but she's always like, oh, it just gets her flustered. I just think she doesn't know how to react because I remember when our kid was young, we were watching the, the gay pride parade, you know, in San Francisco and like, Katy Perry comes on, right? So she had, per- she was performing in the parade, right? So she's like, I kissed a-. and this freaking kid was like, looks at me and, and I'm like, what? And I think, I honestly think he was like six and was <laughs> like, I have a crush on Katy Perry. I love her. And I was like, Oh, okay. You got good taste, girl. I actually thought she was really hot in that video. And my mom was like, Oh she no. Oh no, 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 no. I think you just like the way she sings. And then I just remember my kid going, No, I like her. <laughs> I mean, so it, it, you know, it's just funny because like the older generation, like trying to explain, you know, and, um, you know, so recently, you know, my, I, I told, you know, I told Emilio, I was like, listen, you kind of have to start telling people that you're, you know, going through this process and you, you're transitioning. Like you, I, I'm letting him kind of take the lead on it. Cause you know, I'm like, this is, this is your news. This is your process. Like I want you to, um, you know, be able to, to tell people. And he told my mom and my sisters and, you know, it was very emotional. There was a lot of emotions, like a lot of questions, obviously, but my mom was like, you know, I love you no matter what, you know, which was really nice. I honestly was like, did I, I don't, I don't think she would have been negative about it, but it's just like, sometimes like, I'm like, Oh my God, lady. Like <laughs> she was really, you know, she was really good, really supportive. You know, her and her and Emilio have a, such a wonderful, um, relationship. And, you know, I think she's still getting used to like name, pronoun, all that stuff. You know, we're, we're kind of going through the process of like, you know, picking a permanent name. But so what's really interesting is for, for, I guess for the people that aren't related to us, Emilio is actually your great grandfather's name. And we really haven't talked about him to our child because he's been passed away for many, many years. Like before Frank and I even got together, he had already passed away. 
And, um, so there is another, there's another Emilio in the family, another cousin's son. So it's not like we have never heard this name before, but, um, so one day after school last year, like our kid, you know, was saying like, oh, you know, I, I told my friends, like, I want, want them to start calling me a different name because I wanted it to be a more masculine name. So we're like, okay, well, what's the name? Let us know. We can use that name at home, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I, I just thought of this name. It's Emilio. And Frank and I just look at each other like, what? And I go, where did you get that name? And he was like, I don't know. It just came to me. And I'm like, do you realize that that's dad's grandpa's name? And his eyes were like, what? And uh, I swear I thought Frank was going to start crying. I was like, that is so crazy. Like, you know, did he like suggest that name? So anyways, we have to go through this process where we have to get like the name changed and all this. And I was like, do you want to keep that name? Because I I mean, I know we have, there's another kid in the family with that name. So I was like, we can keep it as a middle name. You know, is there another name you want to... um you want to choose. So when I was pregnant, I thought it was, I was almost convinced I was having a boy. And I guess I must have known that. <laughs> That's not what I initially got, but it's what I have now. And I remember I saw this little boy and, and, you know, we had had a lot of issues getting pregnant. It took a very long time. I never got pregnant after that. So like, I just remember I was like in that place where we were not getting pregnant. It was very discouraging. And I go into the school for a meeting for work and this little boy's like sitting there. And one of our boy names has been, well, was Christian. And the lady at the office goes, Christian Marquez. And I was like, what? And I just look at this little boy and he looks right at me and it was so weird. So then like the next month I I had gotten pregnant, I was like, oh my gosh, like that was a sign. Like I'm having a little boy. And then we go to the ultrasound and the the (laughs) doctor's like, it's a girl. And I'm like, it's a what? He's like, it's a girl. And I was like, oh, like I felt so disappointed, which is really terrible, but it's a normal feeling. So, you know, and um, so... I remember we were talking to to this kid about the name. I'm like, what about Christian? And he's like, ew. (laughs) I was like, damn, okay, shit. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, so it's like a lot of stuff for us to get used to. And, you know, it's like a process. It's a process for everybody. You know, one thing that I admire about you guys is that one of the many things that I admire about you guys is that you guys are very supportive. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I love how much Frank as a, as a dad as well, you know what I'm saying? Like how much he's there for Emilio and how he, you know, like he's got the pronouns down, you know what I'm saying? Like and how he allows Emilio to be who he is, you know what I'm saying? And it, it, you, t- you know, you too, but I'm just saying like, because I didn't have that, you know, growing up, it, it's nice to see that Frank can do that. You know what I'm saying? And it's cool because um, even, even when we're out and about, you know what I'm saying? Like if someone like turns or, or she's like, you know, if that's when the monster Frank comes out. The whole Frank can call him. I'm like, he watch turns out. Into the whole dude. But he'll be like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I just love that about you guys. You know what I'm saying? I, I love that you guys are very supportive. Always there for, for Emilio. You know what I'm saying? Like from the beginning. Because I remember when you guys told us that Emilio had came out. And it's like there was no negative 
like no negative thoughts, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like it was all positive. And I think that nowadays with how kids are, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to like their mental health, it, that's something that is very, very important. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like very important. And it sucks because I feel like I have a few gay, it's obvious, you know what I'm saying? Like I have a few family members who have actually came out to me and told me, you know, I think I'm gay, whatever, you know, and I gave them the best advice that I can give. But I feel like there's a lot of family members who are scared to come out, you know what I'm saying? Which really sucks, you know what I'm saying? Because, and yeah. I always, and I always like let them know, you know, like anytime you need someone to talk to, like I'm always here for you and whatnot. And it's, but then you look at their parents and you're kind of like, fuck, like, yeah, I can see why they don't come out if they are gay, you know. And yeah. if they're not, then my bad, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it just it really sucks because you look at some parents and you're like, damn, like like you guys, you know what I'm saying? Very accepting, very like you know, you know, out there and, and, you know, giving advice and, and, you know, showing so much love. And then you have the other parents who you're kind of like, fuck, I would be scared to come out to that person. Yeah. It's like, you have to create a very safe environment. I mean, I know there's probably things that we could have handled better in the beginning mm -hmm. for sure. And, you know, it's always an adjustment. It's like learning new stuff. I mean, I think that's your role as a parent when you have a child that's in the LGBTQ community, when your child gets out, it's like you have to go out there, you have to read. There's like so many organizations that support parents and like just, you know, cause you do go through an emotional experience because, you know, you've imagined your child a certain way and yeah. then that changes and you have to like adjust to that. And you know, it's like, it's not, it's not the burden of the child for you to be like, Oh, I wish you were still this. I wish you were yeah. that blah, blah, blah. Cause you know, um, I know some people who, you know, came out and the parents kept going, the parent kept going, well, when you marry a man or when you, you know, have kids with a man, it's like, one day I said to them, your kid is never going to marry because <laughs> she's a lesbian. Um, and I said, but you have to reimagine that life now. Like your child is going to have a baby with their partner and it's going to look different than the way you imagine. And yeah. I even say all the time to my own child, like, listen, you know, I haven't been through this experience. I will help you the best way I can. But sometimes I think it's important for you to connect with people who do understand that experience in a deeper way. Like, I'm always like, do you want to go to LGBTQ center? <laughs> and he's like, now I'm <laughs> like, girl, you there's, you know, like yeah. you can go, a, you a can go pride. to those places and have other adults who've been through this, who can, you can talk about this experience. Yeah. A lot, I mean, going to pride too. like a lot of people are kind of like pride is too much. I think pride is also, I love the Long Beach pride. For sure. That's my favorite one. Um, uh, but you can learn a lot at Pride too. Like they got the churches that, you know, yeah, that people yeah. go to. Like they hand out little booklets with, you know, places where you can go talk to someone if you're not ready to come out because you're just there with the friends supporting and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's really cool. Like I think Pride's really cool. Like unfortunately, we weren't able to attend the LA one, but I was actually wanting to go to that one. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, we went to Orange County last year. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, we were there with our own child and our two nieces and one of your all's cousins. And I cussed out somebody real bad. 
<laughs> and my nieces were like, oh my God. Oh, because really... those fucking protesters are Oh there. my God. Idiots, I was like, dude. you motherfuckers, I will go ham on your ass. And like, I literally did. I was like, you know what? Why don't you go freaking get your ass out of here? Let these people live their authentic lives. This is four square blocks. They can really be who they are. Like, like who why has, y'all fucking with them? Like, are you a fucking idiot? Like, you, you're going to take time of you, out of your day to go stand there and fucking yell at people who don't even give a fuck what you have to say. Y'all need to be watching <laughs> your, you know, clergymen who Jesus. are out here doing some real crazy shit with people. Like, don't be <laughs> paying attention. And I literally said that I was like, y'all need to go be regulating yourself because y'all are the ones doing this devious shit. Not these, yeah. this g- gay man over here dancing with his little booty shorts on. That is not the problem. The you problem know, is you. My, my father-in-law actually, we were, we had baptized um, Susie and I, our first uh, kid together that we baptized. Um, and we were at the church and the priest kept saying him. He kept calling me him, 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 you know? And then after the church was done, he went up to my my father-in-law and he told my father-in-law, like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't know she was a girl, blah, blah, blah. And my father-in-law was like, oh, you know, you're fine. He's like, it's just, it's just, you know, nowadays you don't know. And my father-in-law was like, yeah, you know, and, and you're not, you're no one to judge either because most of the priests are the ones raping kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh. <laughs> and I was like, damn, from far away, I was like, damn. Geez. But you know, I wanted to give a special shout out to my mother in law because you know what? She was not okay. She was not okay with Susie being with the girl. You know what I'm saying? Like in the beginning, like I wouldn't really even talk to her. Like we we wouldn't be in the same room. And now she's my best friend. I want to be. She really life. is. She's my best friend. Like that's my ride or die right there. Like, we go to fucking everywhere together, and she's. She's just, she totally fucking changed. Like before we wouldn't be in the same room and now we're always together. Like, mm-hmm. um, she always reminds me that she loves me and she, you know, whenever she's talking to Susie, you know, like she lets her know, like, take care of yourselves. Like, I love you. You know, I love you both. And you know what I'm saying? Like the relationship that I have with her is fucking amazing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it, yeah. it's like, we've come such a long way. You know what I'm saying? And I can, I love that lady so much. So I wanted to give her a shout out because she's she's a real MVP. And she's been showing so much love now. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, like with the whole pride and all that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? So she's, I, I love that lady. She's so great. shout out to her. Yeah. And shout out to my mom who keeps fucking buying me rainbow stuff. <laughs> I love your mom. Dude, she's funny. Like the other day she came, uh, she's I saw her. Mira, mira. Yeah. I, it's pride. She, she gave me and Susie a pride mug. A pride tumbler, a you know the it's really cool. I should have fucking brought it out because it's gonna take forever if I bring it out now. But it was uh, the Disney popcorn, um, the head. It's a Disney uh, Mickey Mouse's oh, head. I've seen that. Yeah, and well, yeah. it's rainbow, and it's the uh, she yeah. got us that, and then she's like, because I couldn't get it with the real popcorn inside, she gave us a popcorn bag. Oh, that was nice. She her. got us a, uh, a pride lanyard. <laughs> <laughs> she everything rainbow that she sees, she buys it for us, and she even. Bought herself a Mickey Mouse Pride shirt. I feel like we need to take your mom to Pride because I think she would think have she would have fun. she would have yeah. so much fun. We she's I mean she's had fun at at a hamburger. I think she she's gone to Hamburger Mary's one time when we celebrated uh, my friend Melissa's uh, bridal little shower. Uh, we took her and she liked it. Um, we took my mother in law. <laughs> Remember when we took her to downtown Santa Ana uh, to go see the uh, the drag, a drag show. show? She had a good time too. So I think I mean 
she uh, was just there. Awesome. We yeah. were, we had a great time. I mean, you know, I think pride is a great place. I think the story of, you know, your mother-in-law, like is such a, a testament to that hearts can change. I yeah. think that's one thing that I think I want us <sighs> to leave with people who, maybe are afraid to come out or, you know, be them their true selves is that, you know, eventually, number one, you can, you know, I know in the LGBTQ family, they talk a lot about chosen family. And I think, I mean, that's what, what we have. I mean, we're, we're related, but we also choose, choose the family. people that are surrounding us, you know, and also I think this idea that hearts can change, you know, I yeah. think, when people really love you, they just might need time to work through that and accept you. But I think sometimes if that's the case for your own mental health, you may have to take the space away from people until you can get to a place where they can accept and respect your life and yeah. who you are. Because I, I think sometimes when we, we make concessions for people because they're related to us and we're like, well, you know – this person X, Y, Z, and I'm, you know, because they're my so-and-so, I'm going to just let it go. But, you know, after a while, it does take a toll on your mental health and you have to do what's best. And, you know, whenever you all expand your family, you want to have people around your children that love and accept you, treat you both with respect so that your child sees that family. This is, this is healthy family dynamics. And, you know, I was talking to some of my family members on Sunday um, and I was telling them, you know, like about everything that's going on because they asked me how everything was going, you know, with my, my, my uh, family. And, you know, you, you can apologize, you know, or you can, change your way of being around around me you know what i'm saying and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but i'm going to repeat this over and over again if you are not okay with my wife then you're not okay with me yeah you know what i'm saying like and that's something that you need to get through your head if you are not okay with my wife you are not okay with me and when god blesses me with the child if you're not okay with my wife you're not okay with my child and that's something that is always going to be there and and that's something that I learned in therapy because my therapist said, if they are not okay with the person that you love, the person mm-hmm. who is by your side 24-7 supporting you, you know, cheering you on, um, then you should not allow them to be a part of your life. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that, and I'm going to keep saying that over and over and over. You know what I'm saying? And if you're watching this podcast, I'm going to repeat it again. If you're not okay with my wife, then you're not okay with me. Orale. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it, it's something that I need to throw out there because you can be cool with me. You know what I'm saying? Like we can be cool and everything. And, and, but if you're not okay with her, then you're not okay with me. Well, I'm okay with her and I, I am, I am in, I'm in, in the front. I push my way to the front to be the favorite Thea yeah. of your ghost baby, Benito. <laughs> <laughs> Benito. Or Benito. Benita. Or Benita, whichever yeah. one. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's important. And yeah. you have to do what's best for you. I, I think I could not. One of, it's so funny when I first met Frank, one of the things I said was like, are you homophobic? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, because I cannot be with somebody that's yeah. homophobic. And that's even before we even had kids or anything. Like, um, 
I was I I'm I was friends with someone and their boyfriend was so homophobic and I was like, bitch, you better dump this man because he is like it was so embarrassing. So anyhow. Yeah. But definitely we wanted to um end this by, you know, thanking all the people that continue to listen to us. We've been having a lot of issues with Apple podcasts. We're going to try again to get that fixed. So we apologize. I know some of you really like to tune in that way. Um, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, um, all have it. TikTok. Instagram. <laughs> we, have, we have a TikTok and Instagram, so please follow us because we'll give you the latest on what's going on. And um, we also can be seen on YouTube, so you can actually see us and subscribe. listen to us. So, yeah, subscribe. Please subscribe. We want to be independent um, dog moms and cat moms, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and hopefully soon real moms. Um. So please support us. We appreciate the people that do support and listen. Yeah. And um, so happy pride and sending love, lots of love to those of you that are in the LGBTQIA plus community. And we love you all. As Frank would say, I love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> all He's right, all guys. happy pride. Happy pride to my uh, cashier at Ralph's. You fucking <laughs> everyone that day, dude. But yeah, if, if, if you're scared to come out, message me. I'll help you come out. I'll hold your hand. Take it to your mama and to your papa. I'll take Lydia with me so she can, you know, we'll spit make her. You a, we'll make you a banner. We'll do some. Um, you can borrow this banner, actually. But you got to yeah. give it back because it was a gift. <laughs> so anyways well peace everyone and have a great rest of pride month peace out people peace take care